spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, 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 happy Thursday, baby. Happy Thursday. All right. So this is so strange to talk about, Chad. So okay. I'm going to do it quickly just because it's uncomfortable, too. Uh, we'd love for you to join us in 30 minutes. Okay. Um, a wrong way driver who was drunk, took the life of one of our colleagues here at KTAR, one of our friends, uh, Dawn Paw. Uh, her sister is going to join us on the show. He said, well, why is her sister going to join us? First of all, it's become a big news story now um, because a wrong way driver was drunk and it was over the holidays and that person killed our friend. All the other TV stations have now picked it up. Yep. Uh, and a lot of people are talking about it, and we're going to have Dawn's sister on, and it's going to be very hard for her to do this. Um, but she has a message to those who would even think of going behind the wheel even after one or two, let alone ten drinks. And I think it's important to hear. Absolutely. To get from, the impact of, of something that you would hear on the news and think, oh, that's horrible. And then that's kind of its situation. Put a face to something that is the most preventable yeah. of all the things out there. Yeah. And aren't you tired of the drunk wrong way drivers? I was tired of it years ago. Tired of drunk drivers? No matter which way they're going. I know. So join us in, in a half an hour if you, if you can, please. I think it's important. All right. President Joe Biden is going to visit the border. He's got a new immigration plan. It's um, it's interesting. I don't know if it's going to work. But again, you know, there were things that President Trump came up with. And you say, I don't know if it's going to work. But, you know, maybe let's try it. Obviously, some of the things Trump did on the border uh, were horrendous. And other things really worked. So it doesn't matter about him anymore. It matters about Biden. Uh, and Biden has been a disgrace when it comes to the border. He's been That's a disaster. He's been invisible. Right. You All think right. he's coming to El Paso, though, as he lands to get Kamala? Because she's been missing since the last time I think she was there. Well, you make a joke out of, uh, out of that. But when the president spoke today and he was telling us about his border plan. President Harris led this effort. It, Fantastic. That, I'm not even going to. I don't even want to spend time on that. There has been no effort. Our vice president. Doesn't care about the border. Whoever the president is in this administration right. has zero care for the border and has right. done nothing about it. Right. Okay. New plan. New rules. The president. My message is this. If you're trying to leave Cuba, Nicaragua, or Haiti, you have and we, or have agreed to begin a journey to America, do not, do not just show up at the border. Stay where you are and apply legally from there. Starting today, if you don't apply through the legal process, you will not be eligible for this new parole program. Okay, so this new parole program. We're talking about four places on the map. Cuba, Nicaragua, Venezuela, Haiti. From what I understand, if you are from one of those four and you show up at our border, it doesn't matter what you tell us. We're turning you around. Yes. Okay. We'll deny entrance. We're not even going to play the game. We're just, you're, you're denied entrance. Okay. And that's the way that'll go. Now, can, can someone still come to our border and claim asylum at our border? The answer is yes. But not if you're one, if from Cuba, Nicaragua, Venezuela, or Haiti. Yeah. You will be turned around. Yes. Okay. What do we think about that, man? Because it, if it, let's, if, here's the pro. If it works... 
you're stopping. If those a, were the only four countries that but, people are coming from. But those are the majority of the people. The majority of people that are coming to the United States border uh, on our southern border are from Cuba, Nicaragua, Venezuela and Haiti. If you say, hey, listen, well, this is what Biden's going to do. He's going to let 30,000 migrants from those places legally enter, legally enter. But they have to do it from home. Yeah, they're going to they can't do it from the desert. They've got to do it from an app. He wants to crack down on people who seek refugee status by coming to the border. Yes. So it sounds like, hey, if you're from one of these four places, we're not letting you in unless you ask to come in, unless you are in your home country. Yeah. So okay. you've got to be in your home country. You have to have this app. You have to download it. Then you have to fill out all the information, and it's not hard. We've got Steve. We're, we've requested that he gets finally made permanent resident here because we're sick of paying him under the table. So the wise man. <laughs> the wise man has actually downloaded the app and has gone through it a bit and tried to figure out if it's easy easy to do. Um, it's 30000 a month. So, sorry. So let's go back to that. 30,000 migrants a month will be allowed into the U.S. only if they use the app and only if they stay in Cuba, Nicaragua, Venezuela or Haiti. Yes, because 30,000 migrants from Cuba, Nicaragua, Venezuela and Haiti will be allowed to use that map. We're going to let 30,000 of them in. So it's almost like Biden is saying we're going to give you the 30,000. We're going to take 30,000 a month, but you can only do it from an app. And if you show up at our border, turning you around. I don't hate it. I don't know if it's going to work. I don't. I, I just. I, I. I think what it's going to do is going to push people to get in here illegally in a way that isn't even trying to pretend to do the asylum thing. They're just going to sneak in now. Okay. Uh, from some of these countries, right. and it still doesn't fix our broken asylum laws, which are an absolute joke. Which is, if you're from El Salvador, no, show up and say you're here because of uh, whatever reason you're being persecuted, and voila, we let you in. The difference is this is parole in in a way where you're going to be allowed to work here for up to two years legally, but it's going to take a while. It, if you're in Haiti and you're really persecuted, you got time to hang. It's like, hey, I'm being persecuted, but I got plenty of time to hang out. Do you have, do you have the, the information? Do you have the, the bandwidth to even get through? And some of these people, do you have the phone? Right. But we can't take everybody in. No, we can't. So I don't know how you stop people from continuing to travel here. Maybe this stops some people from traveling here from Cuba, Nicaragua, Venezuela, or Haiti. Is that really going to stop you? If you're in the situation, like, if you guys know nothing about what's going on in Haiti, Haiti isn't even a country at this point in time. It is just a, a it is fallen apart disaster. Uh, is that going to stop you? Or are you just going to say, screw it, I'm going? But if you get stopped at the border, you can't get in if you're from Well, one they of turn you around and go back and you go, you're right, I'll, I'll find another way to sneak in. Yeah. I'll just keep doing it until they, you know, what are they going to do? They're going to send me back, and I'm going to come till I get in. Yeah. I mean, I know how silly it sounds. The president is asking you, stay in your home country and go to an app, and maybe we'll let you in. And that's the answer to our immigration crisis at the border. I know that doesn't work. At least he's come up with something. I just don't know how good it is. Yeah. All right. Coming up right now, five spot. All right, we're going to do something kind of interesting on Five Spot. This uh, George Santos, Congressman. If that's his real name. <laughs> so he's the guy who won election and he lied about everything. Everything. Give me one thing he lied about. Uh, okay, one thing he lied about. Yeah. I worked at Goldman Sachs. And never, never worked did. there. I graduated college. No, you didn't. Okay. I'm gay. Maybe you are, but maybe uh, not. So, uh, so name it. We're going to take this. And what we're going to ask you is, what's the biggest lie you ever told? And did you get caught? This guy got caught. 
What's the biggest lie you ever told? It could be about anything. Give us a big, juicy lie. Okay? 602-277-KTAR. Five spot with you at 277-5827. Next. And Chad. Brought to you by Parker and Sons. Heating, cooling, plumbing, and electrical. A plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. All right, so we've got a big new liar in uh, Congress, something named George Santos. Yeah. So, where is he from? Uh, he's uh, from New York. Okay. Uh, and everything on his resume, <laughs> basically, when he ran, was a lie. He was Jewish. Well, he's Jewish. What does that mean? He's not really, really a practicing Jew, okay. but he pretended like to be one. He's not even Jewish. Okay. Uh, he's uh, my favorite one is is uh, the fact that he said he worked at all these places and he didn't work at a one of them. So he lied on his resume basically to get into Congress. Uh, yeah. Well, which is you know, and Isn't again, there someone out there like he graduated all these colleges. He's yeah. got all these apartments. He's this big success. He is none of those well, things. Where, aren't there journalists out there? Because you and I are not journalists. The but- Funny thing is, didn't they vet this guy? Long Island, a small little newspaper, right? Like a little one of those little. They were printing the stuff for weeks about, and nobody talked about I it. I read that story. Yeah, it was like a little, a kind of a local paper. Yeah, just a little local that scooped it up, and they and the story was that it usually what happens is it'll start there, and then somebody bigger will pick it up. Yeah. But we're losing journalists. Yeah, we're losing. Well, the thing so is, there wasn't anybody. They picked they it up and they ran with it and they kept running it. Yeah, but and nobody any nobody, bigger to get make it national. No, and it wasn't until he won that everybody goes, "Oh my!" He he's he was married and then now he's gay. But the guy that he was with is like, "I don't think he's gay." He also stole money from that guy. Uh, people are like, they don't even think it's maybe George Santos isn't his real name. Plus, in Brazil, he wrote he wrote a bunch of dirty checks, and now I guess Brazil's going to come after him. Well. It just proves to you that even if people knew he was the biggest liar on the planet, it doesn't matter. Because if you're blue, you're voting blue. If you're red, you're voting red. And you don't care if that person... His constituents actually seem to really care. Well, they missed it. Well, you know. All right. So we asked you to call during 5Spot, 277-KTAR. Tell us the biggest lie you've ever told. I don't want to take any of these calls, to be honest with you. A little dirty. A couple of them we can't put on the air. Uh, here's one. We're not even going to take it. I dinged my dad's car as a kid. That's not a good lie. That's a boring lie. That's a lie. You're like, lying. We have the most honest audience for crying yeah. out loud. Here's another one. I stole liquor from the house when I was 13. All right. You know what? Yeah. I'm not going to. Eh. Here's a good lie. Yeah, mom, I got straight Tell A's. us yours, Gatos. Oh, What's I never lie. Time? I don't lie. I am an open book, Becky. You just want to live vicariously through all the listeners. No, You're expected listen. to have great lies. I am an I am an open book. I, I can't think of a big lie because I, I know that Santa watches me 365, <laughs> and I do not want and to And you're be kind of boring, so I don't really feel like, you know, list. it's not like me. It's like, I don't know how any do of those Do you have magazines. a big lie, Becky Lynn? No, I don't really Chad, have a big one. Oh, like, yeah, all kinds of crap. Well, you know, school. A, like, okay, oh, my, getting kicked out of school, lying to my mom about that, faking, having people fake up reports. Cards. I mean, wow, yeah, that went on for a year. You faked a report card for a year. Oh, progress reports, you name it. And finally, when they came to school, I got in so much trouble because when they opened up my my uh, locker, all the stuff comes oh, pouring geez. out. Oh, it was spectacular. 
Gosh. And I'm looking, I'm like, I don't know how any of that got in there, Mo. That was uh, crazy. Oh, jeez. It was a horrible situation. I don't know Man. who that person Where were was. you when I needed somebody to, to, to you know, it was good to fake that's, my report card? That's the assistant principal said, Man, this is really good. It's really good. More stuff. than likely, people that have really good lives prefer to keep them that way. That's yeah. probably true. Mine was more humorous. I wasn't trying to get into Congress, but based on this, I should be president. <laughs> All right. Coming up next. Um, a wrong way drunk driver took the life of one of our friends and colleagues here at KTAR. Uh, her name was uh, Dawn Paul. Uh, this has become a news story now. You're seeing it on TV. You're seeing it online, uh, obviously, because there was a wrong way driver who was drunk over the holidays. And, and we're, we're getting more details about it. And the rest of the media has, has picked up on this story. Here at KTAR, we're stunned. We're sad. We're in shock. It's been a hard week to come in to work. Because someone who's been here for 22 years isn't here anymore. Um, and we missed Dawn. Her sister is going to join us on the show next. And she's got a message for everyone. And I think, I think we owe it to them. I think we owe it to Dawn to listen. And I hope you'll listen next. Arizona's news station. KTAR News, 92.3 FM. A mashup of news, information, and entertainment. The Gatos and Chad Show, 2 till 6. Uh, Christmas through New Year's Day is the lowest week uh, for blood donations. And January is the highest blood usage month of the year for patients. Please consider making a blood donation on Sunday, January 8th. The Vitalant's uh, Saving Arizona Blood Drive. Schedule your appointment now at vitalant.org slash save AZ. We've been talking to you about uh, what's happening here at the radio station. Um, We lost uh, uh, just a tremendous human being. And her name was uh, Dawn Paw, and uh, her sister's going to join us in a few minutes. Uh, she was supposed to join us uh, now, but she's been in, you know, obviously taking care of all her sister's stuff. We're going to just move it back about seven or eight minutes. But a wrong way driver uh, took the life of one of our colleagues here at KTAR. Uh, her sister has a message. Uh, we'd like to hear that. She's going to join us in a few minutes. Um, so just uh, stay tuned for that. It's been a tough week here at KTAR, walking into the radio station, knowing that, you know, one of the best people, uh, one of the most, you know, beloved human beings at the station was killed by a wrong way drunk Tragically, driver. Tragically, could have been prevented. Of course. By somebody who decided uh, they know better and that they're going to do what they want to do. Right. So we'll we'll talk to Dawn's sister in a couple of minutes. All right. Let's get back to the border for a moment because Joe Biden has unveiled his new immigration plan. Will it help or hurt Arizona? There are some pros. There's some cons. I here. Let me give a, a pro because I think, you know, over the last few years, you've listened to us and there's nothing good to say about what Joe Biden has done at the border. He hasn't done anything. And that's really the problem. He you know, he won the election here in Arizona and he ignored us. Yeah. Uh, and he forgot about us. So he's going to go and see the border Sunday, El Paso. And by the way, can we just point out, it's not Joe's job to do something. It's Congress's job. But it's Joe's job to drive them and get them to do something. They have failed, no matter who the president has been. Right. And when Trump, who, quite frankly, tried to do a lot, some of it was good, some of it was bad. The reality is... Congress, at the end of the day, has got to be the one to help get things through. But Joe should be the one driving it. And instead, he basically told everybody, just ignore it. Yeah. So here's what he's going to do. If you live in Cuba, Haiti, Nicaragua, Venezuela. I do not. Correct. He's going to let 30,000 migrants from there come in each month as long as they have a U.S. sponsor. 
as long as they stay in their country of origin, as long as they don't show up on our border, and as long as they get on a new app and apply for, it's not citizenship. It's it's essentially asylum with right. parole, which will allow them to enter the country yeah. as if they're a resident and work here right. legally. So what it what that does is... We're going to take 30,000 migrants from Cuba, Haiti, Nicaragua, Venezuela, who we're going to vet before we let them in. We're going to do that. And part of the reason is we know that they're coming from there anyway. Can we vet all of them before they get here? And in doing so, this is what Biden's thinking. Can we slow down the surge at the border? Can we get keep people in their country of origin and have them do this in a, in a legal way where they don't trek through the desert? I don't know if it's going to work. I don't know if things are going to slow down. I don't know if people from Haiti or Venezuela or what have you are going to ignore yeah. what Biden does and still show up. Here's the thing, though. If they do show up from Cuba, Haiti, Nicaragua, Venezuela, if they do show up at the border, we can now turn them around. And from what I understand, immediately we can o- we could only do that with folks from Venezuela. So now we could do it with people from Cuba, Haiti, Nicaragua and Venezuela. We will turn you around if you come to our border. If you come to the border and you haven't filled out all the stuff, and essentially, when you go through the app, you're not coming to the border and then going, okay, I filled it out, I went there. You're being invited, essentially, at that point in time. They said, okay, we are going to grant your asylum paperwork and your hearing so uh, you can come here. It's, It's... Well, remember what I said about Venezuela. We could turn you around from Venezuela. Yes. Okay. That parole program started in October. The U.S. Customs and Border Protection has said that the Venezuela parole program, which started a couple months ago, has reduced illegal crossings by 76%. Maybe the president looked at that and said, let's extend it from Venezuela to Haiti, Cuba, uh, and I forgot the other one. Uh, Haiti, Cuba, Nicaragua. Nicaragua. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. If but when worked, you say reduced, and this is the thing that I, I want to, when you say reduced, are we, are we talking about actually reducing the number of people that are coming here and applying for asylum and or trying to cross the border illegally? I don't know. See, that's the numbers that, because I think if you think, because if you're desperate to leave a nation where you're willing to risk everything, do you think uh, them saying, oh, you didn't, you, you didn't download the app, do you think that's going to stop you after making a trek? I think Biden is trying to get the point across that if you live in Venezuela, Haiti, uh, Cuba, Cuba Nicaragua. Nicaragua, you have a better chance of getting in if you stay home and get on an app. Yeah. And that's what he wants. Is it going to work? I have no idea. He will be in El Paso on Sunday for, uh, we're taking bets. I'm thinking uh-huh. I get 90 minutes. You did I got what? 60. You got 60. No, 58. 58. I less got... than an hour. 58.30. Yeah. Okay. Uh, coming up next, as we said, a wrong way, drunk driver took the life of one of our friends here at KTAR. It's now this big news story. I saw a couple national uh, places pick it up. Um, Dawn was our friend, and she's no longer with us because someone decided to get in a car drunk and drive the wrong way. Dawn's sister has a message. She's going to share it with us next. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. The Gatos and Chad Show. 
told you, let's see, it's Thursday. We told you since, what, Tuesday we Tuesday, came back from yeah. vacation. Uh, it's been a terribly sad week here at KCAR. We lost someone that we love very much. Her name was uh, Dawn Paul. She was in our sales department for over 20 years, and she was tragically killed by a wrong way drunk driver out celebrating with her husband uh, as their anniversary uh, was on that day. And someone decided to get in their car and drink a lot and then plow into uh, the Uber that they were in. So Dawn did everything right, going to sell, celebrate, let's take an Uber. And um, someone decided that they would get behind the wheel and um, and do this. So it's been a hard day, weeks here at KTAR. Uh, and joining us now is the sister of Dawn. Uh, Heather Hassan is joining us. Uh, Heather, on behalf of uh, everybody here at the radio station, uh, from the depths of our soul, we are so sorry about what happened to your sister, and you have our deepest condolences. You know, well, thank you so much. That that really means a lot. I've I've had we've had a tremendous outpouring of love from everyone at KTAR and throughout the valley, quite frankly. And it's amazing how many lives she touched. Heather, this has now become uh, it's a tragedy. It's become a news story. There are other places that are picking this story up because of the wrong way drunk driver. Um, And you've kind of found yourself in a position you never wanted to be in. And that's talking about what has happened here. Um, Do you have a message for for everyone? Because I, I assume that you do. If people are thinking about getting behind the wheel and having a few drinks, I mean, my goodness, don't do it. Oh, my God. Please do not do it. I'm. I'm going to try to hold it together while I talk to you guys, but you know, it's so hard. And, and just thinking about what it was that, that she went through last Friday night. And, um, you know, it's just, it's so easy to have an app on your phone and get a ride share. I don't understand what the problem is with people not doing this, especially this particular person who who should know better in his forties, just take a ride share. It's not, it's not difficult. It's not expensive in comparison to what could happen to you. I mean, think about the devastation this human being has caused so many people, not just my family, but so many of Don's friends and coworkers. And, um, you know, just that, that stupid decision that night has just ruined so many people's lives. Don't worry about how it is you're going to get your car in the morning. I mean, I, I've heard people say that, like, you know, well, it's, uh, how am I going to get my car in the morning? Well, you know what? Who cares? That's not a very big problem when you think about the fact that you could be in jail the next day or you could kill somebody or kill yourself. Just take the ride share. You know, Heather, as you talk about this and you know, one of the things that we've talked about is the fact that, you know, you hear the statistics on the news, but then everybody kind of moves on. It's a statistic unless it happens to you. And I think you're putting a face here, especially locally in the Valley, of the aftermath of something like this. Oh, my God. It's absolutely the worst thing I think anyone could go through. There's just having someone taken so violently, so quickly, without any warning. I, I can't think of anything worse on this earth than to go through what we're going through, especially my mother. You know, my mother is going to have to bury her daughter. And that's not really the way this is supposed to work. It's not like Dawn was sick. It's not like, you know, we could prepare for anything. This has just been an absolute 
nightmare that nobody can wake up from. And this is this is traumatic for everybody. Heather Hassan is joining us. She's the sister of Dawn uh, Paul, who worked here at KTAR for over 20 years and a wrong way driver who was drunk, uh, took her life. Um, when was the last time you spoke to your sister? What what was that like? Uh, I spoke to her the day before she died, and then I texted her on the day that she died. And she was having a great day. My mom had lunch with her. She said they had such a lovely time. And I'm so mad at myself because, you know what? I was too busy to go to lunch. I was invited, and I didn't go because I had to work. And, you know, I'm kicking myself. I'm absolutely kicking myself that I, I wasn't there. Yeah. You know, maybe something would have been different about her evening had I gone to lunch. I don't know. But, of course, you know, I feel guilty and I'm sick to my stomach. I didn't make the time. How are you, like, holding it? Because, I, you know, we, we know you were doing a lot of stuff earlier and a lot of times. And, again, this goes back to putting the face on it. And we've talked about this. It's those quiet moments. It's one thing when a thousand things are going on, but it's those quiet moments that that's when the realization hits. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's coming and going in waves. You know, the first couple of days were just really, really rough. I couldn't stop sobbing. I just I couldn't I couldn't wrap my brain around what had happened. I still can't, quite honestly. But, um, you know, you just do what you have to do in a situation like this. The last thing I want to do in my life is go on TV and talk about this horrific accident. This is not how I want to be on the radio. You know, this is this is just absolutely tragic. And I just have to pull myself together to talk about it because I just don't want people making these stupid decisions when it's just so easy to get home these days. I mean, there's just really absolutely no excuse. And I know when I get off when I get off the phone with you guys right now, I'm going to have another Breakdown. I'm going to have an episode. I'm probably, thank God, I'm, nobody's in the house. I'm probably going to sob for the next hour. This is this is unfathomable what we're all going through, and especially her her children. Oh. I really feel for her twins, who she just, as you guys know, she yeah. just adored. It's it's a phone call that you never want to get. Did, did you? Is that how you found out somebody somebody called you? Yeah, my mom actually called me from the hospital and. Um, told me I better get down that her husband Tom had called her from the ambulance and said that they'd been you know on their way to dinner to celebrate their anniversary and that they were in the back of um, a ride share and they'd been hit head on and that my sister was being taken to um, the hospital in a different ambulance and um, that she was it was pretty bad for her. So my mom called me and told me, and I knew when I walked in the hospital doors that it was it was going to be quite severe because when I gave Dawn's name, and it's not an easy name necessarily, they knew exactly who I was talking about, and they said, someone will be right out to get you. And then they took me back to, my heart was just, you know, pounding. I... Uh, it felt the whole moment felt so surreal and it was a long walk to a private room and they, you know, opened up the, the door and there was my mom and some other people and some police officers. And, you know, that was it. My mom was sobbing, you know, 
Heather, um, I can't wait to give you a hug. And I think there are hundreds <laughs> of people uh, here at the radio station that, that want to do that, too. Um, Thank you. And if there's anything... I've, told, I've been told I sound a lot like Dawn. Absolutely. So. The minute know, you dropped on, I, I thought, oh, my, that just... Actually, I didn't want to say that because I thought I'd lose it. Yeah. You do sound exactly like her. And it's hard. Well, it's hard thank to hear. you. Yeah. I'll take that as a compliment. You do sound exactly. <laughs> I really adore Dawn. I adore her so much. I think about her all the time. And, you know, she was just such a, an angel. She took care of my dad. Um, she took him into her home after he had his strokes and he had Parkinson's disease. She was just a majorly giving person. Always had a smile on her face. I really never saw my sister in a bad mood or grumpy. Just always kind and bubbly and loving. And it just really ticks me off that this idiot took her life so soon. It's just such a shame. Such an angel on earth. And now she's gone. Just taken in an instant. Yeah, I, I said it the other day. We're all going to miss that sweet face because that's she had such a yeah. sweet face. Plucky haircut. Yeah, I know. Yeah. She, she <laughs> right. I know she loved working there and she loved everybody. And, and um, you know, that was a, a second family to her. And I really appreciate all the outpouring of love that our family has received from everyone at KTAR. And, you know, just thanks for being there for us. Heather, we're here for you, uh, everybody at the radio station, and um, thank you for coming on. And again, uh, we're just so sorry. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Just Everybody, just please don't drink and drive. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Heather. Heather God bless you, Heather. Hassan. Uh, thank you. You too. Take Heather, care, guys. Take care. Heather's the sister of uh, Don Paw, who worked here at KTAR for over 20 years and was killed. Um, wrong way, drunk driver. And... You know, there's a reason we put Heather on. I want, I want, I, I hate to say it like this. I wanted you to hear the pain in her voice. The aftermath that we rarely talk about or see. Right. Uh, you know, this is her sister who had to walk into a hospital knowing that something really bad was happening. And then she sees her mother sobbing and finds out that, that she's gone. Uh, it's important to hear from Heather, who's very brave to come on. Uh, because a lot of people couldn't do that. Here's the message. Maybe in Dawn's memory, you today um, download an app for an Uber or a Lyft. Maybe you've done it a couple times because a lot of times it's not your first and you've gotten away with it and you think to yourself, yeah. i got to make a better choice. Don't worry about your car. No. Download a, 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 a rideshare app. If you, if you haven't done that yet, go and do that. It's so simple. And if this man, this horror of a man, if he had decided to just go on his phone and go to the Uber app and take a ride home, Dawn would be here today. Yeah. And it's important to hear from her sister. God bless her. That was tough for her to do.